Hi, welcome to It Rocks or It Sucks. My name is Carl Kuhn. You may know me from my various music projects, Museum Mouth Gave Me, and my slight involvement with Say Anything. Hi, my name is Becca. Hi. And I just ate so much toffee for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. I Do you remember? What? I was going to say, do you remember when our coffee shop job used to sell toffee? Uh, not really. Oh, I remember eating a lot of it then, but continue, please, sorry. No, I just, like, made toffee last night, and I realized I am someone who just doesn't really care about lunch as a meal. I treat it more as, like, a snack, and so I never have, like, a real lunch. I'm just like, well, what do I have? And today I was like, I have a shit ton of toffee. Let me just eat that. I mean, famously, I don't know how to eat a meal a day. I eat random shit from sunup to sundown. It all is, like, basically out of the garbage. It's sad. Um, but I love that. We celebrate that in this Raccoon household. Raccoon Kuhn. It's incredibly bad. Okay, so the two of us are gathered here on Zoom. It's a journalism app this week. And um, I opted to to review a record that I enjoyed a lot when it came out, but I never, ever, ever even thought to do the research into who the guy was or what this was all about. Sorry, Same. Ham is going absolutely apeshit on the mic stand. Can oh. you see the mic moving around? <laughs> I thought that was you. <laughs> I hope there's like... Ham's like, let me get this adjusted for you. Yeah, he's like really trying to get in on the Zoom. He's pushing the whole computer. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's very that vibe. Okay. So the album in question is the 2007 release Guns Babes Lemonade by Muscles. Not to be confused with Fabulous Muscles by Juju. Which is an amazing, amazing record. I feel like you were just waiting for me to make that joke. You know, me and Graham saw Juju when they when he visited, and it was like his birthday present in California. Yeah. Whoa, that's cool. So, like a couple years ago. Yeah. Wow, that sounds fun. I've never seen I've never seen Jamie or the band, and I always have wanted to because he's very cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, anyways, um, so you guys, Carl chose this album <laughs> at a very uh, depressing time in my life. <laughs> like, this record is n- the last thing I wanted to listen to this past <laughs> week because if you're not familiar, it's basically an electronica album and it is the complete opposite of what I am feeling these days. It's truly a party album. Oh my, and I <laughs> do not feel like a party at all. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Um, this record is so... I'm like... I deeply was trying to figure out where and how I, this got added to my um, my library. And I believe it was through a mutual friend of ours named Trey Burke, who... <laughs> Yeah, he's like a <laughs> he was like a party guy. He like would DJ parties when he went off oh, to shit. undergrad. I forgot about that. Yeah, so that's like I think that that's who kind of turned me on to this album. And like this was an era I've like tweeted about this record in the past. And every time I do, like music writers will respond being like, "Okay, the the this record to them is like it famously is like the peak of the American Apparel zip up hoodie." Like, you know, like the bright purple or the bright yellow or the bright red, like zip up hoodie with the two white strings. I happen to be wearing one right now, um, but it's it's gray. I have I have two, but literally the colors I have are black and gray. <laughs> exactly. It was like the era when like the jewel tones were like the thing. Um, but yeah, so that's just to me, I'll always associate this record with like that era of like nostalgic fun electro clash bullshit yeah i was reminded of so many artists that are similar 
I mean, within this realm, I guess, a genre <clears throat> that was really popular and I was into, such as cut coffee and um, hot chip. Uh, also, famously, this gentleman has toured with Architecture in Helsinki, who is a band that I forget about Yeah. six days a week. <laughs> <laughs> um justice yes uh yeah god it is carl it is so cold today i'm so cold is it oh my god it is so rainy and windy and then the sun comes out for like literally three minutes and then it starts pouring rain again and (laughs) i'm distracted by it Obviously, because okay, so I just weather, had to tell you. <laughs> yeah, the weather is really fucking up your mood, and you already didn't want to review the party album. That does remind me, though. Do you know anyone who has one of those, like, sunlight lamps? I do. Emily Ayling has one. Does it work? The, the happy lamp? I don't know. I just know, famously, every time she has it out and is using it, she'll send me a pic because it's, like, blasting her face off. I feel like I need a giant one. Listeners, if you have um, one of the seasonal depression lights and you co-sign it or don't co-sign it, we want your honest reviews. Please let us know. Yeah. Email us at sucks at gmail.com. Shout out to Paige, my BFF, who is our biggest fan and was the only one who emailed us a response to whether retail or food service <laughs> sucks more. I've had a lot of people respond like and hit me up about that app, but none of them have hit me up about that specific detail. So mm. I know a lot of feedback saying the episode was famously very chaotic and hard to follow. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think it's mainly just the fact that our numbers were essentially All pointless. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So guns, babes, lemonade. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this guy, Mr. Muscles. It's his name is, Yes, Chris Copulus. Uh, they don't know when he was born, if you are looking at Oh, yeah, at I saw. It was like 86, 87, <laughs> question <Yeah>. mark? <laughs> Which I think is an amazing concept. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I didn't really... It's like, obviously, when you listen to this record, if you're already familiar or not, you will notice he has an accent. But to me, it was always kind of hard to place. So hearing he was Australian, I was like, oh, okay. I had no idea, to be honest. I never heard an accent in his music. And when I read that, I, my mouth was agape. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I had no idea. Our first big piece of intel in tracking down who Mr. Muscles is. He's literally Australian. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, Guns, Babes, Lemonade, it opens with a little song called... Can I talk about a review? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. I always forget to talk about the reviews. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Pitchfork gave it an 8.3. Crazy for the time. Which... This review is so annoying. It literally is just a review of toxic masculinity. And um, yes, it is. Girls are not a part of this narrative. Apparently, we don't <laughs> listen to muscles. We are not the audience for someone like him because it's strictly for straight white bros. It is weird how they focus on that a lot. It's gross. Yeah, it's also weird that they don't really, like, talk about the music much. (laughs) They don't. (laughs) They really, like, try and tackle, like, the id of the album and not, like, what the album actually even sounds like, which is very concerning. Um, The BBC had, like, a confusing review of it, but there is a line that kind of sums up exactly how I feel about this record, and... It is blah, 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 da, 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 which can walk the tightrope between an infectious and irritating. Yes, I completely agree. I probably, I had, in the 10 plus years, 13 years since this album came out, I have definitely revisited it a couple times, but I only would go back to certain songs. I probably hadn't listened to it front to back since it came out um, until think- we 
reviewed it for the pod. I don't think I ever listened to this album front to back until now. It is excruciating, but okay. that is not to say it's unenjoyable, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, this is very much like, I always only listen to like two, three songs on this record. And that's because I would put them on a playlist. Like a lot mm-hmm. of these songs belong on playlists, but listening to this album as a whole is exhausting to me. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I completely agree. It feels like you're just like, repeatedly getting punched over and over again for four minutes, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, four minutes, three minutes, two minutes. It's like, yeah, it's just a lot. It's just like a lot, a lot. And you can tell like when it works, the songs that it works on. Oh, my God. They're like heavenly. They're so fun. They're blissful. They're goofy. They're just like you're floating. They're sublime. You're obsessed with them. We're obsessed with them. But like on some of the songs, it is kind of a miss. And then it just is truly like I it like makes me feel like a grandma on the car being like, can we turn this off? Yeah, yeah. I Listening to this, I had the thought of if no one knows what ear fatigue is, just listen to this album. Famously, um, listeners, in back in the beginning of Museum Mouth, I gave myself really horrible ear fatigue that I had to describe to a professional as, I don't know, but when I listen to the song, it feels like my ears are trying to run off of my head. <laughs> I love that visual. Oh my god. Yeah, you spend 12 or 13 hours listening to the same two-minute song, mixing it yourself at home, just trying to figure out what you should be doing, and then that's how it feels. Oh my god. Now do that yeah. for a living. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so, um, and this is all just to say that I, it's funny because there's a little bit of press around this record, and he talks a lot about the follow-ups and like what other like music ideas he's working on, but... I never followed them at all. And then looking on the wiki, the next record came out in 2012. So that's five years later, which feels like that's like a long time between albums, especially for an album that got a really great pitchfork review and the press around it was so good. It's like, it just feels like of that time, it's a strange amount of time to have elapsed. And I I wonder if the next record's good. Maybe we'll just have to listen. Mm, maybe Maybe you will. Okay, I will, and I'll, I'll report back. Okay, anyway, so the album opens, track one. Track one is a song called Sweaty that I think is amazing. This is the, the oh, sorry. sorry. No, I was just going to say, this is like, I plur, the concept of, of plur, like peace, love, unity, and respect. Like when that became like a fun like thing in like electronic music through like Major Lazer and Diplo produced things. I was like, oh, I'm already familiar with this. And it's because of Sweaty by Muscles. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is one of those songs that I actually would listen to on this record. Um, peace, love, ecstasy, unity, respect. Yeah. It, like that Fleur. chant is just so Fleur. good. Plur. Plur. Like flair. You got to <laughs> say it French. <laughs> um yeah this is this is good um (laughs) the like i musically yeah this is good this is good Uh, Uh, musically this song is very fun it has um it has a lot of really glammy synth sounds that are heaven on earth in my opinion it has some really funny funk bass that Mm -hmm. is like i love the bass (laughs) Yeah, boom, 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 boom. I it's live like for so, the bass. Yes, it's very, it's like, oh, it's so good. And uh, I feel like at this time, <laughs> yeah, you have, uh, this song is a vocal hook on top of a vocal hook on top of a vocal hook while on top of Heavenly Synth and like Funk Face. It's very cool. There's like hand drum shit. It's just like so, I bet the project files for this literally glow in the dark. They're so beautiful. Like, <laughs> It's so good. Like magic occurred when this song was written. I I really like the moments where it's just the the main keyboard chords with the bass. Mm-hmm. I live for those more toned down moments. Okay. So you don't love it when it's a wall of vocals. On top <laughs> I mean, of all of it this. just gets a little grating. Um, but like I mean for all of these tracks, I just want to see the session and see how many vocal tracks there are. 
I'm going to yes, say 12. He... <laughs> I read a review. Um, if you're unfamiliar, this record is essentially just vocals laid on top of vocals on top of vocals all the time. Like rarely is there ever just one vocal take happening. Um, and I read, yeah, I read a review or I read like a, he had like a pitchfork like piece, like kind of like when they would like interview artists about like their lives and it was like a listicle sort of thing. But he talks about how, um, live it's just him singing one vocal take, but like, since it's party music, everyone in the crowd goes apeshit and they're all singing along. And he said that that, like that creates like the feel of like the record. And like, he's, he was happy to have like the crowd, like his audience kind of like come up and like meet him in that expectation. And I'm sure that's an amazing feeling. Yeah. Okay. So basically this song lyrically is, it's adorable in my opinion. My hand slipped into (laughs) your hand. And it was awesome. And you were special. Those are like, like, it's literally an IQ of one, like, reading level of, like, kindergarten, but it's so effective in what it's trying to convey. Yeah. Does he even say sweaty in the song? Oh, yeah. But it's in not listed. Yeah, they don't even have it yeah. listed. Sweaty. Sweaty. I'm sweaty. Yeah. Sweaty. <laughs> I'm getting tired and I'm sweaty, but I still want to touch uh, it if you let there me. It is. Oh, there's really not a lot to dissect after that, <laughs> lyrically. <laughs> but this song is truly... Um, uh, 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 I just live for that that little yeah. melody. That, like, vocal sample as percussion is so good. Carl, for a lot of these, I might have to take a second to listen to, like, snippets oh. of them because I, I can't remember. Me too. Shit. Me too. Don't worry. Um, You're fine. But, yeah, this song was... Uh, is uh, the song rocks. Okay, yes, I completely agree. I think Sweaty rocks. Uh, okay, track two is a little song called Chocolate, Raspberry, Lemon, and Lime. I'm just going to be upfront and say that this is my favorite song on the record. That's cute. It's so cute. This? Like the, okay, okay. I was just going to say the lyrics are like, a, they're literally adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first thought when the song came on was, oh my God, this is an Adventure Time song. <laughs> it, yeah, it has that vibe, absolutely. Okay, I'm just, I'm gonna play like a second of it. It's such an Adventure Time song, oh my God. I wish that I could, I wish I could keep you in my pocket. So I could play with you all the time. Yeah, that's cute. It's a cute song. Very... Because you're mine. You're mine. This has the little... This is the woos in it, doesn't it? Woo! There's a nice contrast with... There's like classic piano high notes, keys, and like a wooden xylophone type sample. I don't know. A wooden xylophone. I'm sure there's like an actual name for that, but um, is that a marimba? Possibly. Is it a marimba when it's wood? Listeners, if <laughs> if you know if it's a marimba when it's wood, reach out. Your turn. Is it a marimba when it's wood? <laughs> um, but okay, that is like a nice contrast with the more jarring sort of sense that you hear. Yes, I think something that he is very good at across this whole album is mixing like organic instrument sounds with sounds that are typically like, you know, more produced, more glossy, more like soft synth sort of sounds, like things that kind of lack character, but like are widely accepted as music. I'm trying to explain this in a way that makes sense. I think he does a really good job of mixing a soft synth sounds with like actual instruments that kind of give the album a nice warmth. Okay, mm, yeah. I think so in this song. Um, uh, chocolate. Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Those are that's those are four of my favorite flavors. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Wrap you up in a little blanket. Chocolate, chocolate raspberry, raspberry lemon. Like, what? Because you're mine. My little sh- my head just 
shaking its little ass off. Chocolate raspberry. I love chocolate and raspberry as a flavor combo and lemon and lime as a flavor combo. Maybe he's like eating chocolate raspberry cheesecake with a Sprite. Yes, that's what the song is about. It's so crazy you figured it out. <laughs> wow. I uh, I love this song. I'm honestly, I'm going to say this song fucks. I think the song rocks. Okay. Hell yes, queen. Yes. All right. Track three. A song called Ice Cream. AKA the best song ever written. Okay, wait, are you just saying that because you love the topic or because you actually believe this? Because I believe this, both. Okay, (laughs) both things can be true. Yes, don't you know the High family? I was thinking last night about like, (laughs) so the origin of people's last names back in the day comes from like whatever you did or like something notable about you. So like high comes from either a very tall person or like we held uh, like positions in high court. Um, And I was like, man, if that tradition were true today, our last name would have to have something to do with ice cream. (laughs) Famously, your family to this day only people I've ever seen put a carton of ice cream in the microwave. That to is soften me, it up. and everyone shits on me about that, and I'm sick of it. I am so sick of it. Everyone's like, "Bugo, why don't you microwave your ice cream?" Listen, y'all, listen. You fucking put the micro put the microwave. You put the ice cream in the microwave for ten seconds so it gets softer i don't want to eat hard frozen ass ice cream i feel like i i feel like i used to i feel like i have a memory of you complaining about it being hard to scoop if it wasn't microwaved it is and everyone's like oh just wet the spoon not the same at all that doesn't do shit it makes the ice cream, like, slide off the spoon, but you want me to wet the spoon between each scoop? Get out of here. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Let's reel it back in. You fucking triggered me. Because Graham's always, like, making remarks about me microwaving my ice cream. And... <sighs> Anyways. I just want to say... <laughs> I don't think I realized how insane the lyrics are to this song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Dude, I... <laughs> I relate to the song so much, especially back <laughs> in the day when I would always have to take Bart, a.k.a. our subway, basically to work to and from work every day and it's like yeah there are people who are pushing me on the train there's people screaming like someone is like being threatening uh i could die any moment i don't know what to do but when i get home i'm gonna eat some ice cream and everything's gonna be better (laughs) so essentially you Years after the fact, you lived this same exact day that Mr. Muscles is writing about oh, in the so song. so many times. Oh, I love that for you. You also just want to dance with your shirt off? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he could okay. have a nut, stab me in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> this song, I, I love this song. I think this song is very good, but it's one of those things like pulling back the curtain on it now as an adult. I'm like... I can't imagine writing this. Woo! Uh, <laughs> woo! Uh, you can't imagine writing something like that? I actually can't, uh, <laughs> believe it or not. I think it's honestly so funny in retrospect that Pitchfork gave this such a great score. This is also the closest, I think, to getting an actual vocal melody in a song on this album. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, he kind of does a lot of um, a lot of a concept we've talked a lot on the pod about, where it's like short bursts of words and not necessarily like a vocal melody melody. But that kind of works for him. I feel like if you have a really strong accent and your lyrics are absurd, like that's its own genre of music. <laughs> Carl, what's what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh my god, that's actually a tough question because I really don't discriminate when it comes to different flavors of ice cream. I kind of like them all. I will say chocolate is far and away my least favorite. Chocolate ice cream does not taste like chocolate. I don't know what the fuck it does <laughs> taste like, but it is not chocolate. What and kind of chocolate good. ice cream are you eating? It it just like if you go to the store, you buy a- chocolate ice cream, chocolate flavored ice cream. Depends on that- brands. Yeah, well, anyway, the kinds I've always had have taste bad. Um, Get some tilapia. I'm like, any sort of coffee-flavored ice cream, j'adore that. I love sherbet. I know that's not necessarily Bitch, the same get thing. get out of here. Gelato. I'm talking about ice cream. What's your favorite flavor? You go to the store, you're browsing, you're in Walmart, you're like, ice cream is going to save the day. What flavor am I going to get? Specifically, I am obsessed with like Ben and Jerry's like fish food. Um, I also love anything with cookie dough in it. I like chocolate peanut butter things. That's my answer. What about you, Queen? God, I love it all. This no, last year. <laughs> now that it's twenty twenty one, last year I did discover Tillamook is the best brand of ice cream you can get if you okay want to splurge on like a thing of Tillamook. It is so good it's like the creamiest best flavor best textures throughout um so good that i don't know i'm opposite of you where like i love anything that's chocolate um my favorite ben and jerry's flavor is half baked okay or the tonight dough um, those are my top two Ben and Jerry's. Tillamook has really great flavor that's like chocolate and vanilla with chocolate covered waffle cone pieces in it. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, peanut butter panic. That's a funny story that uh me and my sister made up a song about this ice cream flavor my mom got called Peanut Butter Panic. And it just okay. goes, peanut butter panic, peanut butter panic, peanut butter panic. <laughs> that song is going to chart this year. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song. I could. That's cute. Oh, I love ice cream so much. Basically, what Becca's saying is if you want to start an ice cream review podcast with her, she's oh my probably open God. to it. <laughs> actually, I probably, I think I have a friend that I could actually do that with. Because I think her family is almost just as obsessed as the High family. It's the High family. Okay. I'm going to say this song, Ice Cream by Muscles. I think this song, it rocks. It rocks. Woo! All right. right. Track four is a song called Jerk. I'm looking at the wiki. You're looking at me like I'm insane. Oh, I'm looking at... um, On Genius, it's not listed. Yeah. How do we find the lyrics? (laughs) I'm Googling. Google jerk lyrics, muscles. Muscles jerk lyrics. Hey, girl. Okay. How do I say your name? Woo! I love this song. This song is absolutely asinine, but it's so good. (laughs) Woo! God. (laughs) (laughs) So much of that this up. Are you European? Are you Indian or African? And then the are you Indian or African? African. Like the musical parts are good. (laughs) Um, Tug at my heartstrings right till my heart beats. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that melody... Like, the bounciness of this melody, like, sells this song so well, in my opinion. Um, the, the the rising synth thing for the, it's going to take a while for the world to figure us out. Dun, 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 dun. I love that moment. It's so good. Girl, you're a jerk. 
<laughs> that bridge is so funny. Girl, you're a jerk. Remember that song, guess... You're a Jerk? <laughs> you're a jerk, I know. Who is that by? I wonder when that came out. Maybe it was like a common theme in music during this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, famously, words do. Uh, it's New Boys, I think. 2009. Mm. That's funny. Museum Mouth has a song from 2010 called Jerk Girls. Yeah. Which sure, like it's just I don't know. What's up with like <laughs> this theme? This theme of the word jerk. Um also what the fuck is the song about? Is it oh my about, god, are you kidding model? me? I feel like it switches up. Like at one point I'm like, okay, and then I'm like, wait. Explain to me, Carl. I'm going to say that it's about having a crush on someone you met at a photo shoot and you don't know how to say their name. But you can photograph photographing them walking down the catwalk. And then you're all horned up. So you're going home with a big smile for the first time, for the first time, for the first time. This is like the most unrelatable song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Becca goes, what's horny? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This is You seem like you don't love this song. I don't. Like, I think it's fine. That's so interesting because I think this song is amazing. I guess I'm a jerk. (laughs) Girl, you're a jerk. It is so hard for me to talk about, like, this genre of music. I literally don't know how to describe anything or even how it's made. <laughs> it's all like, um, it's obviously all done on a laptop, <laughs> mostly, I can only assume. It's just a lot of layering of synths. Yeah, and... like for every time I'm like, well, this synth is nice. This synth is good. <laughs> I am curious like how much of it is soft synth and how much of it's like actual hardware. For this era of synth pop, I feel like some of the sounds are really, like, interesting and weird. They're not on brand with, like, what everyone else was doing. But, okay, basically, I love this song. I think this song (laughs) absolutely rocks. (laughs) Um, This song is fine. Okay, that brings us to track five, a little song called One Inch Badge Pin. What did I write down for this? Oh, okay. The beginning of the song makes me want, like, <laughs> if you start playing it, I immediately start going into sucking on my titties like you wanted me, <laughs> calling me all the time. <laughs> Is it musically that similar? Oh my God, play it right now. And you okay, will. I haven't thought about it. You would do that. Okay. It's the same exact, like, sample. Oh wow, this part. Sucking on my titties like you wanna make <laughs> Wow, yeah, you're <laughs> totally right. I never thought about that. <sighs> I kind of like view Peaches as like being in this genre too, even though she's like obviously a little different, but I don't think they're that dissimilar. Um I also wrote down that this song never ends. Uh, there really isn't anything interesting musically. There are some pretty parts that would be effective on their own. Um, this sucks and it's boring. (laughs) Wow. Okay, that's so funny you'd say that because this to me is like the last great song before you get to like the end of the album. I feel like this record kind of like with it all kind of hitting this same, like a very similar note, I feel like it works for these first five songs and then it kind of dips and then spoiler alert, the closing track is an amazing song. So I, this is my last of the top half of this record. This is the last thing I consider to be truly great. Um, And I read a little bit about this song and he was saying that he wrote this song. um, Like essentially all the songs were written in the same like year what happened do you hear that what is that it's like someone leaf blowing god damn it it's I fine can't. okay <laughs> I need to... okay 
Okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, so he was saying what I was saying <laughs> before someone rudely started leaf blowing on the pod. Um, is that uh, all the songs were written in like one chunk of time. Like I think it was like a year. But then this song was written like the year before. This song was like one that was kind of like it was like him getting his foot holding for like what muscles would be. And I think that that kind of shows, it's probably confirmation bias now that I know that, um, because I I think that the melodies here are a little more monotone. Um, and I think that the concept is a little, it's a little like, um, it's a little more specific, which the other songs are not specific at all. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay, I just think this song is f- funny. This who, song feels like an exercise in songwriting. I want to know who Red and Orange is. Yeah, I his obsession with like colors and taste is interesting to me. I want to like pick his brain just about imagery. Anyway, My. this song, One Inch Badge Pin by Muscles. <laughs> Uh, if anyone is unfamiliar, the one-inch badge pin that this proper Australian gentleman is referring to is what someone in DIY would just call a pin. Uh, <laughs> a pin, like a, a button that you get from a band at a show. And the song, the spark notes is the song is about uh, meeting someone who says that they are tapped into the music community, um, but they're not. And, and I guess maybe you had a crush on them. So this concept of them betraying you is like them driving a one inch badge pin or just a pin through your heart. Ta-da. I don't think that would be, I mean, imagine how long the, the ne- not the needle, but like the stabby part would have to be to actually stab your heart. I think that'd be like, a, would say an eight inch button, nine inch button. Eight by nine. <laughs> Eight by nine button. Yeah. <laughs> I got an eight inch button with a nine inch poker thingy. What do you call that? I don't clasp? Know. It's the pin. I think it's called a clasp. Or something. Okay. I don't know. They all come together to make the pin. Next uh, Museum Mouth of Merch design a giant <laughs> eight by nine button. Eight inch button, nine inch pokey thing on the back of it. Good luck. And don't it hurt says, yourself. Stab my heart. XXX Museum Mouth. It says drive an 8 by 9 inch badge pen through my heart. Museum (laughs) Mouth. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Mm. I think this song rocks, personally. Um, I think this song sucks. Also, famously, this is one of the only songs that they mentioned multiple times in the Pitchwork Review, saying that it is very good. So take that information and do with it what you will. Um, okay, so track six is a song called My Friend Richard. Becca, how do you feel about this song? This was my favorite song on this record. Okay. Which is hilarious considering how old I was and this song is all about like taking acid. Um, <laughs> the opening has so many fun sounds. The fun Okay, hold sounds. on. I, I got to listen to it for a second. Me too. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> this song is a hodgepodge of sound. <laughs> this, <laughs> this song is samples of just everything happening all at once, which is really cool and really fun. I've never done acid, um, but I bet it's a lot like this. I don't want to. I hear too many stories about like people who have mental... Um, issues such as me <laughs> um, take it once and it like fucks up their brain for the rest of their life. And, I've heard that um, as well. It's not worth it to me. But that's very much like SF culture I feel like is like partying. It's like the Burning Man type of people who like love to rave and take acid and do cocaine and like and not hating on that it's just not my crowd but this song yeah i like this song a lot this song is about counterculture and people that take acid and have fun together which is like a cute concept i think you know if that's like what brings you closer to your people then shout the fuck out perfect ending to my night perfect. that's a cute <laughs> 
I think this song is a little less um, obviously blissful than the other songs. I think the other songs are just maybe louder even. (laughs) I would venture to say they're just obviously louder. So they always got my attention as a youth. But this song song rocks. The song is really cool and fun. Yeah. I'm just... I love all the sounds. I love sound effects. And these samples (laughs) sound like fun sound effects. Yeah, this is like when you turn your keyboard to setting zero zero and it's all just like dog barks and like whiffs and whistles and bloops <laughs> and like beating on a timpani once and stuff. A car crash sound effect, the phone oh ringing. Oh my god. It's all that. I need one of those keyboards. <laughs> okay. I think the song rocks. Yeah, my friend Richard rocks. <laughs> Hell yes, we love him. Alright, track seven, The Lake. Um I will say when this song started, I I w- I don't I feel like someone put this on a mix CD or something for me back in the day because I am so I've heard that synth intro forty billion times in my life and it's beautiful. I I, I gotta play it. Okay, I'm gonna play it too. I wish there was genius annotations for the song. Yeah. That'd be any of these songs. It'd be fun. Because, like... I truly... What? I just... I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No, no. I was just going to say, what? I was just going to say, it feels like we're the only people that have ever looked this up on Genius. (laughs) I think we're the last... We're the only people to listen to this song in this whole record in the last 10 years, it feels like. Probably. (laughs) Um... I feel like if I introduced this to the uh, the the people that I mentioned earlier, the like raver types here, as if I like know anyone in that scene, they would be yeah. fucking obsessed. They would be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Yeah, this really feels like it's overdue to get some critical acclaim these days. What does this? Okay, the lyrics. What does it mean? Got knocked on branches, bagged and broken at the lake. You broke our promise. Just be honest. Just be honest. Trust me. If we're going to seize the day, let's seize the day. The background vocals. All my friends are gone. So I something something bad happened. And then I could have helped you in the water. Should we go back there, back in the water, so you can show me what you've done? But, like, he... Like, okay, I was intrigued at first with these lyrics. I was like, oh, my God, is he talking about, like, being murdered? Like, classic goodbye Earl moment where they drag his body to the lake. Um, But then... He dived right in. I could have helped you in the water. Are they killing someone else in the water? Should we go back there, back in the water, so you can show me what you've done? I really just... Lyrically... I feel like it has to do with murder. Okay, so you're convinced this is a murder song. (laughs) Yeah. Your CSI investigation into this is that it's murder. I hate that show, but yes. I don't think I've ever really spent time watching I that show. I never did, but my mom would have it like on the TV while she's like knitting or crocheting. And every time I would just like have to leave the room. It's like, God, this is so bad. My growing up, my mom was so obsessed with like America's Most Wanted and CSI and Law and Order and all those shows that famously childhood literally throwback. This is a throwback to childhood. My childhood best friend Austin was convinced that my mom could get away with murder. He was like, Miss Karen, you watch so many of these shows. I think you could kill someone. Oh, my God. I, for some reason, have been the same way, but with like Dateline and Law and Order SVU Etc. Etc. Okay, and like okay. at this point, I feel like I could get away, get away with murder. Becca, don't say that on this podcast. I mean, uh, I could never, but like I know what the keys are to like getting away with. 
You you would be the first person ever to like commit murder and then microwave ice cream at the scene of the crime. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> this is all just to say I think the lake, unfortunately, I think the song kind of sucks. Yeah, the song sucks, but there are some like farty scents in this song, which I appreciate. Wow, she loves the fart sounds. You heard it here first. Yeah. Okay. All right, next song is track eight. It's called Lauren from, is this word pronounced Glebe? Glebe. He says he says it in the song, but I, for the life of me, cannot hear it in his voice. Glebe. 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 Lauren from Glebe. What, what's Glebe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> A place? <laughs> I'm Googling. It's a city in Australia. Um, because I'm in North Carolina, it's telling me it's also a city in Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's in New- It's in Sydney. I just need to point out, <laughs> when you Google just Glebe, mm-hmm. under the people also ask, the first thing is, what does Glebe mean? What? <laughs> it says, I'm going to take a screenshot. It's like um, it's like the word what does, but it's dies, D-I-E-S, which means enough people have oh typed this God. in like this for that to be the, the auto-populated first. Oh, my God. Okay, so obviously we know this song about Lauren from the city in Australia, but also just fun fact for the listeners, Glebe also can refer to a piece of turf or grass. The more you know. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Guess what? This beginning also has a different song that I start singing before the actual song comes in. And the song that you start singing is "The Freest what? Man" by Tilly and <gasps> the Wall. Oh my god, a throwback to Ep 2 of the pod. Wait, I gotta, I gotta... That's all sad. There's a sport I know, he has a heart of glass. <laughs> yeah, muscles remax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the freest man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is this the song? One of these songs has like a really, it might have been the lake. It has like a really jarring like synth thing that's supposed to be like a catchy melody that like leads up to like the drop. And it's not catchy. I can't remember. It's like one of those things like when I'm hearing it, I'm like, I don't understand this pattern. And as a listener, that's bad. As a listener, when you're making party music, it's like the pattern has to be recognizable. It might. I think it is a song because um, there's. There's so much going on. It's honestly just too much because the weird vocal thing that's happening is happening at the same time as the arpeggiator. And it's annoying as shit. And then, (laughs) like, the vocals sound... (laughs) There's vocals (laughs) in the song that sound like when a person jumps into a bin of, like, rubber chickens... Have you seen videos of that? <laughs> no. I might I have been that. I, de- I deeply love that you have, but I have not. Or like the... Wait. Yeah. God. Yeah, the background vocals are the... So much going on. (laughs) It literally sounds like there are people singing a different song underneath the song. I gotta find this video of like... 
Um, oh, the sound I'm talking about. Um, I wonder how many vocal tracks were on this song. Uh, I feel like at one point this turns into a Matt and Kim song. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, I think the song rocks. Oh my God. I found it. I found it. I found it. Hold it up to the mic. <laughs> Muscles? Is that you? That literally does. That sounds like what? That's his whole, like, literally, we just blew the lid off of his, like, whole recipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my wow. god there are so many videos of like wow okay now you know yeah muscles found dead in a ditch after that big reveal um, i hope he is still alive oh my god i never with random artists like this that kind of fall off i like i hope we're not talking ill about the dead um you roll your eyes <laughs> She doesn't give a flying fuck, listeners. Um, okay, I through the the journey that we just went on with the song. I think Lauren from Glebe absolutely rocks. Oh my god! <laughs> I think the song sucks. You <laughs> oh, we got two more before we get to talk about one of the best songs of all time. So, without any further ado, track nine, Marshmallow. Becca, how do you feel about Marshmallow? Um, I'm just going to read the bullet points I have written down. <laughs> All right. At this point, I definitely have ear fatigue, so it's hard for me to enjoy. Very much like in real life, if I were at a party, I'd be ready to go home by now. <laughs> this song is exhausting. I hate this song. Okay, well, okay, using the party metaphor that you have so beautifully set up here, I think this is the point in the party, yeah, where half the patrons will leave, the smart patrons will leave, but someone like me doubles down <laughs> and starts taking insane shots of anything. <laughs> this is where I start death dropping off every flat surface in the house mm. or bar. Um, But yeah, I don't think the song is very good. I'm going to... Let's listen to it for a second. Ugh, it goes on for ever yeah i think this is one of the least compelling songs on this record but i will say sonically that like chicago house like reverby electric piano stuff i will i live and die by those sounds those sounds are so gorgeous like any song with that sort of vibe is amazing azalea banks's cover of barely legal by the strokes chicago house version oh my god so good oh there you go. So much has happened with like your screen in the past five minutes. <laughs> I'm anxious and it's dark out now, so I'm like trying to I'm trying to DP my my visual here. Um okay, I think the song Marshmallow sucks. <laughs> I also think the song sucks, but I do love those piano y sounds. Okay, track ten um is a song called Future Kids. No, this song is seven minutes long, and it's it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> I love you just saying no, <laughs> no. I don't think I realized how long this song was until I was reading the the numbers here. Mm, there, there are some bubbly sounding synths that. I love because literally if there's like any sort of bubble sounds in the song, I lose my shit. But it's just it's just like rave music. It's like, you know, I'm not the type to lose my shit over this song. Yeah, I think it's um it's interesting that he uh on a lot of this record it's like pulling from like rave music and like electro clash electro pop whatever fucking genre you want to call this shit but it's like packaged like a three minute pop song which i think is really smart but when he kind of like edges away from that more into like actual just like dance music it doesn't work as well in my opinion and future kids is one of those examples i think the lyrics are cute and sweet um 
despite being very dumb. But unfortunately, I think that song sucks a little bit. Yeah, it sucks. Okay, which brings us to the last track, a song called Hey Muscles, I Love You. Mm. Um, <laughs> I appreciate the prettier synths in the song. <laughs> it's more like dreamy and pop style. The opening synth tone is so funny, and it sparked an idea that I sent you over text last night because it's like a wop wop sound and it reminded me of the popped cat meme um and i turned that into a thing (laughs) becca becca created art listeners and she's very proud of it and it is very funny it made me cackle when i got the text last night so i will be posting it all over social media saved your audio because i love your audio reaction It sounds like you're crying almost. <laughs> I, I was definitely suffering. Like when something is really funny to me, it goes from like a high cackle to like me just breathing in air. And that is that is very much what it, it did to me. It's very good. Wow. Okay. Um, I adore this song. It's so funny. I love when an artist does this where they have like um kind of like their thesis song. Like it's like their anthem, their national anthem. And to me, this is the Muscles national anthem. And it's so cute. It's so funny. It's also like the concept of like music disappearing and it being like devastating to him is so cute. And like, I wonder, I'm sure he has real life problems now, but I wonder (laughs) at this era in life, you know, practicing peace, love, unity, and respect. I don't know. Um, He's like living it up in Australia. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, famously, they're out of lockdown. So. If he's still in Melbourne, that is a cool city. Melbourne. Is that... I mean, that's like the way... Australians say it. Say it again. Melbourne. You're like literally the lady that goes to the Mexican restaurant and is like, uh, hey, my name is Vicky and I would like the Ranchero Sorrento go to Or you know the like the old white dudes who would come in and be like, I'll take a croissant. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Uh, yes. We're gonna have to bleep out the name of the coffee shop. But, oh my god, yes. Melbourne. <laughs> Uh, same with Your like Australian accents flaring up. Queen. Also, same with Brisbane, and but also like okay, so I was there for work and I had to meet with a lot of clients, and like I was constantly told like it's it's Melbourne, it's like Brisbane. Yeah, they were correct. I understand if you get corrected a certain number of times, it's traumatizing. You just go with the flow. Yeah, it's like we played a show in um. We've played shows in, in Norfolk, Virginia, and people are always like, Carl, it's Norfolk. And I'm like, okay, but that feels wrong. Norfolk? And then famously, yeah, Norfolk. And famously, we played a show in Worcester, Massachusetts, where on stage, I was like, how do you say this? <laughs> how do, how do it's you like, say it? It's spelled, you say it Worcester, but it's spelled like Worcestershire. What? Worcestershire. It's like so crazy. I'll send it to you. Well, I okay. Again, we're proving we're bumpkin ass people from North Carolina. Well, also like <laughs> cities in the United States are famous for being fucking stupid. Like okay, so um, famous for being fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like pronunciations, because there's a. What's the city that's in North Carolina and South Carolina? They're spelled exactly the same way, but pronounced differently. Oh, queen! Oh I don't my know God! This um, God. Shalot. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I famously matched on Tinder with a guy who pronounced it Shalot. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What is it? This is gonna drive me crazy. Um, is it Charlotte? Oh my god. Beaufort. Oh, Beaufort and Beaufort. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's wow. it's like Beaufort in South Carolina and Beaufort in North Carolina. Or vice versa. Who fucking knows? Like I said, cities are stupid. <laughs> Becca's coming out as anti-city. I don't know what that means for the future of the pod, but there was like one place in California I kept 
pronouncing weird and my boss had to correct me um because i was like actually pronouncing all was it la (laughs) 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 no um but i was like i was pronouncing it with too many syllables but i'm like was it like la jolla and you're calling it la jolla <laughs> I'm trying. I I can't. Becca, how do you feel about this song? <laughs> <laughs> hey, muscles! I love you. I wanna have your babies. Um, what does this guy even look like? I actually hadn't ever seen until today, and he's like, um, I'm gonna guess he's probably around six one, brown hair. How do you? Kind of the name nerdy looking. alone makes it impossible to Google. Like muscles. Yes. <laughs> what do I say? Muscles. I did muscles musician. Musician. Yeah, or muscles band. I have to say, this is an incredibly erotic band name. Oh, he looks like. At least in this one pic, he sound he looks like that one dude in Handmaid's Tale. I've never watched that show. Don't. It's so dark. I had to stop. There's like five pics of him and that's it. What? He has like a decent wiki. I love how many pics are popping up of just like buff shirtless guys holding guitar. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder if he, like, is a producer now. Dude, did this uh, Chris Martin pick show up? No. Him? <laughs> There's Send so many me. contraptions around his neck. <laughs> what is happening? He has, like, bicycle horns around his neck. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> What is this? How do you even play all these things? Those are straight up bicycle horns. Horns. Yeah. And what are the green things? I don't fucking know. It looks like one of the things is the thing that you hold and it goes. Yeah, that's definitely one of those. Oh, he's got a drum on his back too. Yeah. What? Look at his shoes. Oh no. He's got an iPad on his hip. Is this for a video? Yeah, this is for a sky full of stars. Oh, what the fuck? I guess we're gonna have to watch this music video. <laughs> this is really alarming. <laughs> um, I think hey muscles, I love you rocks. <laughs> Yes, I agree. It's so good. Uh, okay, you want to do some final verdict ass shit? Um, yeah. Okay, you ready? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, if you click on this album on Spotify, there is a twelfth track called "Sunbathers." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I listened to it. And... It's like... It feels like it has samples of other songs in it. I don't understand it. I'm like, is this an actual song on the album? And the first result when I Googled these lyrics was a link that said, the five most difficult song lyrics to understand. (laughs) Was this song listed? I couldn't find the song anywhere. Like, this song legit does not exist. I wonder if this is, like, a bonus track if you bought the physical version of the record. Because I... It's so funny. I can't ever remember seeing a physical copy of this. Like, whoever we got it from just kind of gave it to everyone. Yeah. But, um... Anyways. I gave up because I was like, I can't find any dirt on this song anywhere. It has, it's like, it's got like acoustic guitar and singing in it. Yeah. It's weird. It's cool. I don't feel the need to review that song because I don't know that song. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I listened to it once <laughs> on, the, on a drive. Um, 
in general i think this record is really fun and really cool and an amazing snapshot of a time when i was obsessed with american apparel before i realized urban outfitters was like totally cruel and the worst thing that ever existed um i don't know it like reminds me so much of like uh like when i really wanted to go to art school hmm I honestly don't really have that many memories with this record because I never listened to it as a whole. Um, Great singles, though. Amazing singles. Yeah. This kind of, like, has a vibe to it of, like, of, like, those albums from the 90s where it's, like, uh, like, you have, like, the one standout single and then the rest is, like, an art experiment. And it's like you can tell that the like one standout single was solely written and recorded for radio play. It's like <laughs> every time album. Like, I don't know if I agree with that, but I've never actually. That's so true because every Grimes album, I never listen to the whole thing. I only listen to the singles because those are like the only good song. Queen queen i will fight you on that concept our angels is amazing front to back also what's the big one the one before that with genesis and oblivion and everything on it you don't even know do you no it's unfortunate how much i actually like her music visions that album is so good front to back Mm, okay so agree to disagree on grimes but here ready let's insufferable now Ready! <laughs> Final verdict on Muscles! Here we go. Guns, babe, lemonade by Muscles. One, two, three. It sucks. It rocks. <laughs> okay, wow! J'adore this dichotomy upon this precipice that we have reached. Oh my god. Um, All right, English I think it's major. <laughs> emo song lyrics, come on. Um, I think the it's weird to me that the album art is different on Spotify now. Did you notice that? No, I don't notice anything. That's not true. Um, with the uh, album, when you Google it, and in my memory, it was like big chrome font. And on Spotify now, it's like black and white squishy font. Same logo. But well, I don't have different. album art for it in my iTunes. So Classic. <laughs> what a sign of the times that is. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, all right, listeners, love you. Thanks for listening. Please, actually, if you are unfamiliar with this record, please look into it. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Becca obviously does not agree, but I truly think that there are at least seven amazing songs on this album, and they're worth your time. Okay. Bye-bye. I think there's three songs. <laughs> no, four. Okay. No. Yeah, four. She's going to say no five, no six, <laughs> no seven. Also, microwave your ice cream for 10 seconds if you want it to be <laughs> the perfect consistency. <sighs> and on that note, bye. Goodbye. <laughs> it Rocks or It Sucks is produced and edited by Becca High and Carl Kuhn. It's mixed and mastered by Becca High. You can follow the pod on Instagram or Twitter at It Rocks or It Sucks. Thanks for listening and feel free to like, follow, rate, review, share, do whatever you want. Bye.